Let me tell you a little bit about um, Rough Greens. Ever since I started feeding uh, Uno Rough Greens, he has been a completely different dog. And I've been hearing from people who have the same thing. A lot of times people are skeptical. They get some for their dog. As soon as they sprinkle it on their food, the dog wolfs it down. They're like, okay, okay, okay. There's something in this that they like. Right. I'm not sure that it is the vitamins and the minerals or the probiotics or the omega oils, the things that your dog needs, because I don't like any of that stuff. It's like dog crack or dog ice cream, or I don't know what it is um, that is in it that makes the dog love it, but they do, and you will see a huge difference in your dog in just taking it for a couple of months. Get a free bag now of Rough Greens, just a little trial bag for a week or so, um, and you just see if your dog will eat it. If your dog will eat it, Order another bag and then start to uh, see the difference in your dog over the next coming months. It's Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. RoughGreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. All right, big program today and tonight on TV. We'll tell you about it next. America, how much more will you allow this government to take and control? They already control our money through the central bank, through the banking system, through ESG. And now they're putting a lid on Bitcoin. So they have a complete monopoly on that medicine through Obamacare and giving our critical infrastructure away to China where we don't make our own medicine anymore. We're not only held hostage to our government, but also the Chinese, the media, now the military under attack. Our police force has been under attack. Education is almost gone. Thank God people are standing up. Home ownership is going to get harder and harder. I'll explain that here in a second. And the death taxes that Biden wants to put in the social media, the FBI and the CIA, all involved in intelligence work with high tech on people here in our own country, American citizens. How do you fight that? Well, quite honestly, it's going to be the the weak. It's going to be the the regular person, not the educated, not the powerful, that will disrupt everything. And you're already seeing it happen in our public schools. I'll explain and show you some, <laughs> a couple of other things that you need to be very aware of on today's program. And I'll show you how the money trap is coming. You need to be aware of it. We begin in 60 seconds. program how you feeling today you feeling pretty good i'm feeling better than i have in years and years and years and that is because of relief factor i don't wake up with the pain anymore that i used to have every day it didn't matter if the weather was changing or not i just woke up every day and i got up every day and i thought i can't do this another day i don't know how to live in this pain 
relief factor was the key. And once again, it is my dear sweet wife that actually convinced me to take relief factor because she was tired of hearing me whine about stuff. It's not a drug. Um, You've heard me talk about how 70% of the people uh, that use it go on to order more. I never thought I would be part of the uh, 70%. No way. Because it's all natural. It reduces inflammation. Yada, yada, yada. I've been there, done the ibuprofen 800. It doesn't work. Relief factor, I don't know why, but it does work for me. And you will feel the difference within three weeks. And you'll know whether you're part of the 70% or the 30%. Try it out. Go to relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. 800-583-84. And get your life back. Relieffactor.com. Tonight on Glenn TV. Our food supply is under attack. The world's biggest meat producer, JBS, forced to curtail operations after a ransomware attack. But it's not just foreign enemies we're battling. The backbone of our country, farmers and ranchers, are up against a domestic threat. The Meat Mafia. Glenn pulls back the curtain and shows how Biden's plans to save America ends our way of life. The Great Reset of Food. Tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Tonight's TV special, I'm going to go into next hour a bit. You, you've got to watch it and tell all of your friends to watch it. It is shocking, the things that we found out about food because of the price of meat. What's going on? You will not believe the connections and what is happening. It, it, everything we told you about the Great Reset is happening right now. Let me give you an example. The median sales price for an existing home grew 23.6% in May. So it's 23. This is the year, May to May. It grew 23%. The median home, uh, the sales price for a medium home, rose at the greatest year-over-year pace since at least 1999, from 283,500 last year to $340,000. Why? Well, tonight I'm going to show you um, one of the reasons why. It's not just inflation. There's somebody out there that is buying up houses. Who is it? BlackRock. If you've been following uh, this program, they are now buying houses in mass and they are paying up to 50% more for that home than the asking price. Why? Let me tell you the probable journey to a new kind of money, a digital U.S. dollar. It's being called the DUSD. There's a race going on right now. And it's really happening between the United States and China. Who is going to win the race of digital money? We know that China has already introduced some of their digital money, and it allows complete control. We want, the United States wants to launch and uh, have a sovereign cryptocurrency at a global scale as well. And it, too, will provide complete control. They've been working on a digital currency, and it's no secret. 
Um, I just don't know that people really, really realize how close the Fed is to actually launching its first formal cryptocurrency. It should be in its beta stage by the second half of 2021 or early 22. Now, China's already launched their digital currency. However, the U.S. Federal Reserve, slow out of the blocks, is slated to launch four new digital dollar projects in the second half of this year, with major announcements about those uh, pilots expected probably next month. In February of this year, the Fed quietly published a white paper on the website, effectively detailing how the central bank and U.S. Treasury might issue sovereign cryptocurrency. It's a cryptic roadmap, uh, and knowing what we know about previous currency transitions in the U.S., we can speculate at some of the, um, at some of the effects of this and an educated guess. Now, they're looking at something called the Fed coin. Now, let me explain what's happening. You have all this pressure on all the money. You have debt with housing and uh, all of the things that caused the 2008 crash. All of those things are now happening in, in ways that dwarf 2008. And we are getting further and further behind the eight ball because things are becoming more and more expensive. But things don't make sense right now. And I'll explain this next hour. The, the free market is gone. It's gone. Why do we have so, much, so many cattle and so much beef and the farmer and the rancher is losing money? They're going out of business. How is that possible and the meat price going up? You have the raw product. Why is the price skyrocketing? How much of the shortages and the things that we're experiencing now are real? Well, I will tell you a lot of it is real because, not of COVID, but because of the money that we have pumped into the system. So if you look at what's going to happen, we can't print this kind of money. So money, we will have plenty of money, but uh, nothing our money can buy because it will be worthless. So we have to bring the United States down to everybody's, uh, everybody else's level if we're looking for equity. We have to make sure that the United States is at the same level as everyone else. And the best way to do this, the best way to redistribute wealth is to change currencies. The best way to get out of this soon-to-be-worthless dollar is to change currencies. Now, we've done this before. It's called currency transition. And in every currency transition that we have had, and we've had three of them in the United States, the average citizen loses about 50% of the purchasing power of their money. Continental dollars to U.S. federal dollars, federal dollars to greenbacks, greenbacks to silver gold certificates, and the gold standard, and then to the Federal Reserve notes. Every time we have changed our money, the average person loses about 50%. Well, it's going to get better. It's going to get much better. Instant inflation has robbed Americans of about 40% of their purchasing power overnight. 
Now, this is in 1933. You've lost 40%. In the intervening years from 33 to today, your purchasing power, if you would have had one of the gold back certificates, you would be able to have an additional 98% of purchasing power. But because we no longer base this on gold, you're, you, you've lost 98% of the value of your dollar since 1933. $1 silver certificate would uh, give you an ounce of pure silver in 1932. That's worth $30. That would have been enough in 1932 to buy you 600 chocolate bars from Hershey. 1932, the retail price was five cents. But a dollar, the Federal Reserve note, will only net you about one twenty-eighth of an ounce of silver, and that's not enough to buy even a single Hershey's bar. So you lose power, your purchasing power, first. And people start to say, I can't afford anything. I can't. It's not worth anything. Okay. So then they come in with the, with the solution. Now, according to the Fed, a new Fed-issued cryptocurrency will be rolled out to the American people. Now, let's walk through uh, one possible, if not probable, scenario according to their white paper. Every American that has a social security number or a taxpayer identification number is going to be issued a brand new FedNow account. What's a FedNow account? Well, it's a bank account set up automatically for you at a Federal Reserve member bank. Well, we will finally find out which the which banks are the Federal Reserve banks. There's five of them. The Federal Reserve will then seed each account with a digital U.S. dollar. Whether it's called a Fed coin or DUSD or some other name, we don't know. But the Fed will set up an account for every American, including your children, and then deposit some amount of free digital currency into each account. To access the new free digital currency, every American will simply be asked to activate or claim their FedNow account either in person at a member bank or via an online portal. Part of the activation process will be uh, to link any existing bank accounts to the new Fed account, making it easy to move money from one place to another. Any future payments made by Uncle Sam or directly by the Fed, whether COVID-19 stimulus checks or cash for clunkers or you know, your welfare payment or your tax return will be paid by the Fed directly into your Fed Now account. This way, the Fed has a way to force everybody into early adoption. Americans will have the option to convert existing dumb U.S. dollars, both where they hold physical bills plus digitally held deposits into smart digital dollars. So in other words... Hey, you have an option. You can just keep your Fed account. But after probably about a year, that's usually what it takes. A year, they're going to start saying, okay, your, your, your dollar is worth 75 cents if you get it right now. Uh, in three months, it'll be worth 50 cents. 
And in a year, it won't be able to be turned in at all. So they will force you out of the greenback into the digital U.S. dollar. Now, there's something else special. And this one I really like. They're going to ban all other kind of cryptocurrencies and make it impossible for you to use. So they're forcing you into this. And with this new equity program, because remember, that's what the Treasury now, that's their number one priority is equity. That's redistribution of wealth. What comes with that is a new sliding system. So in other words, if you are wealthy and let's say you have a million dollars in the bank, when you turn in your million dollars for the new DUSD or Fed coin, you might get 40%. You might get 40 cents on every dollar. But if you're poor and you're in a certain protected class, you might get, you might get a dollar or a dollar 25 for every dollar that you have in the bank. Do you see what's happening? Once you adopt the Fed now, the Federal Reserve and their partner, Uncle Sam, gets per- perfect digital tracking of every single dollar spent in every single transaction. Who bought what? Who paid for it? How much? Who got paid? And the Fed can promise cryptocurrency uh, through ledger technology to prevent fraudulent transactions. So they're going to be able to make sure that nothing is ever paid out for ransomware or anything like that. And don't worry, everything is going to be really wonderful. Especially when you add in the ESG, the Environmental Social Governance Programs, at the corporate level and then at your level. You want to travel? Sure, but if your ESG score is too low, how are you going to pay for it? Because you've already had, you have too big of a carbon footprint. I'll publish all of these details uh, on glenbeck.com. Look for it. The probable journey to a U.S. digital dollar. Because it is coming. And we'll show you how they are boxing you in on tonight's program. And they're doing it with food now. It's the Meat Mafia. A special tonight at 9 p.m. only on Blaze TV. If you're not a subscriber, make sure you subscribe now. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Diana writes in about her experience with American Financing. She says, watching your YouTube sec- uh, segment, Glenn, introduced me to American Financing. After the commercial spot, my curiosity was triggered. I called American Financing the number, and I'm so happy I did. From start to finish, the American Financing team members were knowledgeable, helpful, making me feel comfortable throughout the entire refinance process. And they were able to significantly lower my monthly interest rate, free up equity for some home improvements even. Jessica and Candace were attentive, always available, both in correspondence through emails and through our phone calls. I am really satisfied, and I'm glad that you asked me to call American Financing and that I chose to call American Financing. I'll share my experience with family and friends again. Thanks so much, and thanks to Jessica and Candace, they're rock stars. That's what I like to hear when people take a, one of the commercials that I do and say, uh, you know what, 
that sounds like something that I would like to do, save money, and they actually try it, and it works. It's American Financing. They work for you, not the banks. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. Ten seconds, station ID. We have Senator Tom Cotton on in just a minute. Uh, he's, we're going to try to talk to him about several things. First of all, uh, the Senate blocked the uh, election power grab, uh, which is probably, I think, one of the biggest uh, pieces of good news we've had to report for a while. Um, this takes over the this would have taken over all of our local elections. It would have federalized all of the elections. Um, it would have told us what machines to use, how to do it, uh, es- establish same-day voter registration, register minors to vote, mandate early voting, um, mandate uh, nationwide uh, vote by mail without voter ID, uh, and allow ballots to be counted 10 days after the election. Yeah, that sounds really, that sounds really, really good. It failed yesterday. The Senate voted 50-50, failing to meet the 60-vote threshold needed to advance the debate on uh, Senate Bill 1, the For the People Act. That is really good news. And I don't know if you saw this, Stu. In in Iowa, um, Joe Biden's ratings have gone down quite a bit, almost 10 points. Um, he is losing support of his policies and the way he is uh, conducting business is losing support of the average American, uh, at least in Iowa, which mm. is a bellwether. Well, you hate to see that, Glenn. And that's just, uh, wow, it's devastating news. You've really ruined my day by, by telling me about that. Uh, also, I I'm sure he'll be able to turn it around with his big speech on gun violence later on today. That should that should really endear him to, I think, the middle of the country who really is going to respond well to, uh, uh, you know, just a uh, an attack on the Second Amendment. I think that's going to go really well. I mean, it's just a, a relentless, relentless attack. But people are standing up later on in today's program. I'm going to show you some of the people that are standing up at the school board. And it is kidding. Yeah, I mean, people are not taking... Uh, uh, CRT sitting down in the control of our schools. You mess with our children, you're in trouble. And the woke are starting to wake this up is to that. The Glenn Beck program. All right, welcome back to Wheel of Timeshares. You just won an all expense paid timeshare. <laughs> oh, yeah, in Fiji. Of course, by all expenses paid, I mean paid by you and uh, by Fiji. Uh, and of course, uh, I mean Fiji, Wyoming. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You'll be uh, you'll be staring off at hundreds of thousands of acres of of really nothing in your very expensive timeshare. Congratulations! Hope you like the show. Congratulations and enjoy Fiji, Wyoming. Timeshare termination team. If you ever got caught up in one of these, and honestly, I almost got caught up in one of these. We had a great vacation, and they were like, you know, you buy a timeshare. We're like, oh, that sounds great. That sounds great. We can do this every year. And then, because we waited, we said, you know what? We're going to wait until we get home to decide 
we decided that was a really bad idea. Uh, if you got caught up in it, a lot of people have. Get out of it now. Special 20% off the cost of their services for all military veterans, active duty personnel, and their families. Just mention Glenn Beck when you call 888-GET-YOU-OUT. 888-GET-YOU-OUT. TimeshareTerminationTeam.com. Tonight, brand new Studios America and Glenn TV back-to-back. Don't miss it on Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Senator Tom Cotton is joining us now, Republican from Arkansas, a guy who was way ahead on COVID-19 and the uh, lab leaks. Also, I wanted to talk to him today about the military whistleblowers uh, that are happening and his amazing questioning of a a Navy admiral. Uh, But first, let's start with the Senate blocking the election power grab bill. Uh, S1. Welcome to the program, Senator Cotton. How are you? Hey, Glenn. I'm good. I hope you and your listeners are well. It's good to be back on your program. So tell me about what happened yesterday and what it means. Well, Chuck Schumer brought to the floor uh, the the Democrats' radical election bill that would federalize all elections and it would mandate taxpayer funding for political campaigns and put Democratic operatives in charge of drawing our congressional district lines around the country, uh, and we blocked uh, the motion to proceed to debate on that. Now, the Democrats got up on their high horse. They saddled it and rode it hard. and said, well, we just want to have a debate. You won't even have that. Well, they forget two things, Glenn. First off, they did that hundreds of times in the Trump era. And second, um, we don't need to have a debate about federalizing our elections. If you ask me what's the Republican plan to federalize our elections, I will tell you we don't have one. Because we don't think we should run elections out of Washington. (laughs) We think our states and our counties do a pretty good job of managing these elections. And we shouldn't grab power away from them for the purpose of dictating a one-size-fits-all election system to the entire country, which, by the way, is designed to elect Democrats in perpetuity. So what do you think about Joe Manchin? Was, did he fold in the end, or was, he, was this just a political game when he saw it's not going to pass anyway, I might as well vote for it? Well, so I, I don't support uh, Senator Manchin's proposed amendments to the bill. Again, I have a disagreement in principle. Um, I, I certainly think yes. that he would have improved the bill. I just didn't. This is a, a fundamental gap between the Democrats and the Republicans. And uh, I, <laughs> Right. Know, I one is saying. On the floor. One is. Yeah, one is talking about the Constitution and the other is not. Yeah, I mean, I, clearly I unconstitutional. The, the Constitution reposes in our states the chief authority for regulating our elections. This is a very hotly debated uh, and carefully considered provision of the Constitution um, at the Constitutional Convention. And the federal government does have some residual authority. But that was considered to be in extreme cases, Glenn. In cases, for instance, when... A state just refused to hold elections, period, because, say, they wanted to deny the Congress a quorum to act in the early days of the Republic. It was not because certain states are, say, requiring photo ID to vote, which, by the way, has the support of more than three quarters of the American people, even if Democratic politicians don't like it. So let me switch topics here. Let me go to uh, the whistleblowers uh, in the military. What's happening in our military is very disturbing. Uh, We are labeling people that voted for Donald Trump, let's say, 
as extremists and were shoving CRT down their throat. Tell me about the whistleblowers that you have heard from and how prevalent is this in our military? So Congressman Crenshaw and I uh, had created um, a website to encourage people to contact us in the military or veterans or families of service members if they were being exposed to critical race theory training sessions, uh, this kind of deeply anti-American notion that there are certain races who are inherently oppressive or privileged and certain races that are inherently victimized or oppressed, that we should judge people by the color of their skin as opposed to their character and their performance uh, in the line of duty. Um, It's one thing, Glenn, for woke corporations or left-wing college campuses uh, to truck in this kind of nonsense. It's another thing for our military, the most important institution in our society, because they're literally what keeps us free. Um, and what keeps us independent and preserves our Constitution. Um, we have received hundreds and hundreds of uh, complaints from service members, whether it's frontline training in their uh, duty units or the service academies or professional military schools like the War College. I've raised it now twice in committee hearings with Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, yesterday with the Chief of Naval Operations, Mike Gilday, uh, that this needs to stop. Uh, We should not be trying to indoctrinate our young troopers uh, and young officers uh, in this kind of nonsense. I got to say, Glenn, it's not just critical race theory either. You know, we've had reports of mid-career officers at uh, uh, those professional military schools having to take extended classes on climate change. I mean, what does climate change have to do with being a major in the Marine Corps or being a battalion commander in, in the Army? Um, they need to be studying tactics and operational excellence and military history and biography to learn their craft and their trade. You know what I bet? I bet China is not teaching its mid-career officers about climate change as opposed to how to defeat the United States. Okay, so so let me ask you, because we have all of this stuff happening at an administrative level. This is Woodrow Wilson's dream uh, Biden is putting in a lot of these policies without going through Congress, because quite honestly, Congress gave the power uh, years ago to the administrative um, uh, branch. So how do we stop this? Because it's everywhere. So, Glenn, there's, there's a few things uh, that I'm doing. So there's first the simple fact of, of shining a bright light on it, like we're doing here, like I've done in these hearings, I, I think will create some tension uh, inside the Department of Defense of people who don't want this and, and say that, you know, look, Senator Cotton just questioned Secretary Austin. Secretary Austin said we shouldn't be doing this and you should report it to your chain of command. So I think it's very helpful that this get exposed. Second, uh, this summer when we write the annual defense bill, I will be proposing amendments that prohibit exactly this kind uh, of uh, training session. And third, you know, we confirm thousands, probably actually tens of thousands of uh, officer promotions every year. On the Senate, those are largely done just by a voice vote. Obviously, you know we're not going to get into who's being promoted from second lieutenant to first lieutenant. Um, however, there are only a few dozen, a few hundred general officer promotions every year. And if the military doesn't knock this off, maybe it's time that we start digging a little more deeply into what those generals have been doing, or tolerating, or even promoting in their commands. So, I, I mean, I, I don't agree one hundred percent, but I will if I have to. Yeah. Okay, um, one uh, one last uh, topic here is we're as we're looking at um, uh, the 
the state of our union right now. How do we how are we ever going to get the truth on covid and China with their lab leak theory? Uh, They I mean, they control uh, almost everything. The United States, clearly uh, the administration is beholden to China. Are we ever going to find out? Because I think Fauci said yesterday we may never know. So, Glenn, I, I, uh, I think there's a good chance we may never have hard, conclusive proof, you know, the kind of direct evidence or smoking gun, in part because China has probably destroyed most of those evidence and disappeared or even killed uh, persons uh, who had firsthand knowledge. Um, now, it's possible that we might have a defector or a whistleblower uh, that you know, brings evidence out of China and shares it with us. It's always possible. Um, but I think most Americans can use their common sense, Glenn. They can just look at all of the other evidence, the circumstantial evidence, which all points to those labs. Literally not a single piece of evidence points to that stupid food market. I mean, give me a break. This virus didn't originate up in some remote mountain village next to a cave full of bats. It came out of a city larger than New York. Coincidentally, just a few blocks away from those labs that research exactly these kind of viruses, a lab that is run by a woman whose nickname is literally the bat lady. I mean, I think most Americans can look at those facts and say, China is responsible for this virus. Uh, It most likely originated in those labs. But if we're not going to uh, punish China because we may not have the evidence, shouldn't people here be punished for the whitewashing and the out and out lies i mean we're you know we we know now about hydroxychloroquine and and what the media and what uh scientists even scientists now we know now know we're part of a cover-up and 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 threatening violence on people that we're speaking up for things like hydroxychloroquine is anyone going to pay a price so, well, first off, Glenn, to get back to China, uh, I think they should pay a price, and we should make that price very steep. Um, we don't need a Perry Mason moment to hold China accountable for what happened uh, in Wuhan and what they unleashed on the world. And then second, yeah, there's a lot of people that have a lot of answering to do. I mean, look, Tony Fauci uh, has basically become a Democratic activist in a white lab coat. Um, he, for many months, prevaricated, dissembled, misdirected, evaded on what his agency had done. It had funded indirectly through an American nonprofit gain-of-function research in those Wuhan labs, which was prohibited by the Obama administration at the time. Yet Tony Fauci, like so many of these bureaucrats, think they know better, think that they don't have to respond to elected officials, uh, and it's time for him to go. And if he won't resign, then Joe Biden should fire him. Which won't happen. Well, I seem to notice that he's not out there nearly as much. I think even the Biden administration is beginning to recognize that he's become a liability and that the American people have lost faith in him. Are you sensing at all in the Senate uh, that there is uh, a healthy respect at all that is starting to be gained uh, uh, because the uh, of the American people as they are starting to stand up and speak out about things like critical race and some of these extremists? Is there any awakening that you're seeing on the other side that makes you believe that, geez, we, we might have been reaching too far here? Well, not so much from the Democrats, Glenn. I mean, I think Republicans have uh, long held, held 
the American people and their uh, good common sense opinions and respect. I think some Democrats may be waking up uh, and growing fearful of that opinion and what it means for the Democrats in the midterm elections next year. <laughs> but I also think a lot of them are still trying to pull right. the wool over the eyes of the American people for a little bit longer. Uh, the the last question I have is on this this new uh, uh, task force that the White House is announce, announcing uh, and getting into bed with high tech to to try to weed out these domestic terrorists things that every Democrat pushed against when you were even talking about the extremists overseas they're now spying on us the American people. Uh, they've got a new whistleblower line where you can turn in your neighbors or your own family if you think that they are extremists. You concerned about this? And is anybody on the Hill talking about it? Um, well, yeah, I mean, we shouldn't have big tech engaged in this kind of censorship or surveillance, especially surveillance for the Biden administration. I mean, their opinion of a domestic extremist is probably any of the 74 million people that voted for Donald Trump or another Republican candidate yep. for office la- last year. Um, but I think we've seen the consequences over the last year of these big tech companies thinking they know better, just like Tony Fauci, and they're going to suppress information. And it turns out the information they suppress is often correct. What's best, and this is something that good old-fashioned liberals once believed, you know, back in the 1950s and 1960s, is to have a robust and vigorous debate. And if you think someone is spreading lies or has weak arguments, the way you prevail is not to try to silence them using the power of the state or these giant monopoly companies, but present better evidence and make more compelling arguments. Senator Tom Cotton, thank you so much. Thanks for your service, sir. And uh, it's always great to have you on. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Glenn. Good to be back on with you. So what do I hate most about wireless earbuds? Oh, let me count the ways. I hate the fact that they're uncomfortable. I hate that they're expensive. I hate that they have short battery life. I hate the fact that they have little white sticks hanging out of your ears and make you look like uh, you've, you've pierced your ears and you're some weirdo or unicorn. I don't know exactly what that is, but I hate it. Of course, all of these problems are solved when you get your first pair of Raycon wireless earbuds. When you get a pair of Raycons, you're getting crisp, powerful sound at half the price. They look great. They feel better because they come in a range of cool colors with the customizable gel tops that f- you can use and fit into your own ear so they don't fall out all the time, and they're comfortable. They're built to go wherever you go with a quick and seamless Bluetooth pairing and a compact charging case. They charge for hours. You'll get a ton of listening time out of them every time you charge them up. Now, they're about half the price of uh, Apple earphones, so they're great. Get your earbuds now at uh, buyraycon.com slash back. They are really, really great. Wireless earbuds from Raycon. 15% off now. Buyraycon.com slash Beck. Buyraycon.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck Program. We're going to show you how uh, farming and how the small farmer and rancher are going to be put out of business Um in the very near future, if this administration has its way, um, hopefully we'll continue to see things like what happened in the Senate last night where they shut it down 
some of these things are being done through corporations. Uh, some of them are being done uh, through the administration, and that's Woodrow Wilson's dream. You won't have anything to say about it because some faceless, unelected bureaucrat is the one that is imposing these new rules on you. Tonight at 9 p.m., we are doing uh, a, a special, the Meat Mafia, the Great Reset of Food. But it has so much more to do um, than, just, than just beef. There is a difference between um, meat at your market and beef. And w- for the first time, the prices don't make sense between beef and meat. And we started looking into it. And the infrastructure plan, his tax deal, inflation, it's all being weaponized to transform society into something that is not American. Tonight, we will show you how ranchers and farmers are being run out of business. And you're being forced to comply, and we will prove it tonight. You don't want to miss it. It's not about COVID. It's about the fundamental transformation of America. Tonight, 9 p.m., blazetv.com slash Glenn.